Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. If you're a small business owner, thank you for tuning in this week. And if you're thinking about running a small business, maybe this conversation will make you realize that there are others on the planet that want to support you as you move forward with your small business dreams. On today's show, we're going to talk about employing a team. And when you have a team, you need to know who your leaders are. And sometimes they're not the folks with a title. They might be the others on the staff that are actually the leaders in your company. We'll talk with Dawn Malarney about how to find them and celebrate them. We're going to have a revealing conversation with Krista Morrissey. We're calling it Confessions of a Control Freak. And if this is you, and delegating is a thing, and you tell everyone how to do stuff, that conversation will be enlightening, and maybe you'll find a better way forward. And a small business celebration, which is one of the best things to do. Because when we hear other small business owners win, we are reminded that we can win too. We're starting today with a conversation of how's it going? Just in general, big picture, zoom out. How are you doing and how is the economy right now? And I wish that I could hear you talking back to the radio because inside the Idea Collective, we just held this conversation and it was really powerful because When you see people talk about how their business is doing, you only see one side of the story. You log into LinkedIn, and what do you see? You see people talking about record years, and they're driving a Bentley, and they're on vacation in Barbados, and they're the smartest, best-smelling person in America. That's all you see on LinkedIn. You don't see people talking about their business ups and downs. And I want to talk about the economy right now and where we are at, because I'm seeing some stuff that leaves me a little unsettled, even though all of the metrics are telling us that we're doing just fine. So play along with this conversation and answer the questions as I ask them. The first question is merely, how is it going? Are things as brisk right now? as they usually are for this time of year. Every business has seasonality where they're hot and sometimes of the year and cooler in other times of the year. But if you think about right now, one year ago, how are you doing? Just as busy or not quite as busy? 
as I look through all of the businesses that I get the good fortune to interact with and I listen to what people are saying, it feels like it's a little bit slow right now. It's not bad. It's not awful, but it's not as awesome. It's partially awesome. (laughs) Is that fair to say that it's partially awesome right now? You're still doing business. Things are fine. But it just seems like that client that you thought was going to close needs to wait a week or two. That seems to be my sense right now. And technically, when you look around the economy, the economy has been growing only by two or three points during the year. But it has been growing. We are not officially in a recession. But it just seems like everyone that I talk to is a little bit slower than they'd like to be. Another observation about what's selling and what's not, the core products are still moving, but those tertiary products, those add-on products, those optional things, they're kind of being left to the side right now. So how is it going right now? That's where you answer the question, how are you doing right now? Okay, thank you for sharing. And that's what I'm hearing from other folks. If you're just joining us, we're doing an interactive discussion about the economy and how things are doing for your small business. The first question was simply, how you doing right now? The second question is something we're all facing. How are you handling rising expenses? And I'm going to give you four steps to handle those rising expenses. But how are your expenses right now? Now, you might think that I'm magic, but I'm going to prove to you that I can hear what you're saying. How are your expenses right now? And I listen, and I can hear you say, Pat, they're up. Yeah, they're up. They're up everywhere. Inflation has not been good, and it is finally caught up with me and you and other small business owners because it's not just the product that we sell. It's the cost of the services we buy. So it's not just the raw materials, it's now the people that are helping us move stuff, they're now more expensive as well. So every one of us is seeing a higher cost of doing business. And if you're waking up right now feeling that cost of doing business going up, let's talk about four ways to get your arms around it. So if you feel like expenses are up, what do you do about it? Step one is you got to get real. Stop feeling your expenses, and know your numbers. How are my expenses doing to the penny? How is my revenue to the penny? And where do I stand today with cash flow? Am I making money? If so, how much? Am I spending money? If so, how much? Just get an accurate picture of where you're at and stop guessing. Step one. Step two, and I learned this in business school before I went out and started building my own business. Step two they taught me was, what happens if I do nothing? Now, that doesn't mean do nothing. That means before you act, try to figure out what happens if I do nothing. If you can evaluate what life looks like with no changes, you can kind of forecast, am I in a bad situation or is this something that I can ride out? And when you know that action is needed, that will lead you to step three. Because if you don't need any action, analysis done. But if you do need action, here's what you do next. Step three. 
probably got to cut expenses, right? Got to lower some costs someplace. And that starts with the nice to haves, not the need to haves. Where can you shave back some of your monthly expenditures so you can get your output under control? In a previous episode, we had talked about some strategies for that as well. Maybe it's renegotiating with a longtime partner, someone that you don't want to fire. You could extend your contract with them to negotiate a better monthly rate. Uh, You could trade services with people. There are a lot of strategies that you can use to cut your expenses on top of just cutting your expenses. And then the fourth step of how to get your expenses under control is merely to raise your rates. You can control your expenses, but if you're not pushing the top line, if you're not raising the amount of money that you're bringing in, well, you might be in trouble soon because you've seen your expenses go up. Everyone's getting paid more. And if you're not getting paid more, that means you're falling behind. You can't live in a world where you are falling behind with your monthly cash flow. So the first question today is, how are you doing? The second question today is, how are your expenses and how are you handling it? And then the last question, and this is something that I can't hear through the radio, and this is completely subjective. But what do you think about Q4 and the first quarter of 2024? Are you optimistic? It's going to be awesome. Are you pessimistic? You're, you know, burying your acorns for the winter because you think it's going to be bad? Or are you just in the middle and you're not sure? Now, don't beat yourself up if you're not sure. The best forecasters on the planet don't even know what's going to happen in the next six months. But I ask you that because I want you to gut check. Where do you think we are headed and prepare accordingly? It's all one big educated guess. But if you take your guess and follow it up with action, you can feel like you are prepared to meet whatever the small business world throws your way. Coming up on the Pat Miller Show, we're going to talk about your team. You have leaders in your organization, and they might be leaders that don't even have a leadership title. How do you find out who they are, and how do you celebrate them so they don't leave? We will talk with Dawn Malarney coming up next on this edition of the Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey, so make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick, Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- 310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. 
Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. And if you're like me, you started out as a solopreneur. You ran out into the business wild and thought, I'm going to take on the planet. And then as things started to work, you realized, hey, I need some help. And then maybe some contractors and VAs showed up in your life. And then as you continue to grow the business, boom, real employees. Well, if you've grown your business enough that you have a team of employees, today's conversation is for you because not all employees lead in the same way and not all the folks with the leadership titles are the ones that actually do the leading. So this conversation is super important for you if you have a team and you want to make sure that the people who end up being the glue of the company don't leave you because it could be devastating. Joining us today is Dawn Malarney, the CEO of The Unique Connector. Dawn, thanks for coming on The Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Thanks for having me. I'm doing very well today. How are you today? I'm awesome. And this concept in this conversation is so crucial because people that are hiring folks in their small business, maybe they are second-time bosses because they led in corporate, Mm -hmm. or they could be first-time bosses who are just assembling a team. So this concept is important. Before we talk about the leaders inside of our company who may not have the title of leadership, tell us about the unique connector and what you do. Yeah. So I would say I'm a corporate gal that went to entrepreneur world and I'm all about getting results, but also holding that space for people where they can be vulnerable and they can talk about their challenges. So I love being that person that helps get results, but also being that resource for people. So I'm kind of a master connector, but call it unique connector because I always think outside the box and always help to bring the uniqueness out of each person. So, yeah. And conversations like this are the types of things that you can have with people because you've lived this role. Explain to us the concept that not all leaders have the big titles. There are leaders at every position in the company. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So I went to an event and I listened to this presentation and I kind of had that light bulb moment, realized that I was a key influential champion of a team. And maybe I didn't have the exact title. My boss always told me to act the title, but I was always brought into different circles and I didn't always really realize the impact that I was making or the questions I was asking or the scenarios I was bringing up to the executive team. And, you know, as I reflect 
after I closed that chapter, I realized a lot of things. And I think a lot of businesses don't always really hone in on those key influential employees. And I kind of want to make a difference and kind of want to help people have more of those aha moments like I had after I left. I think we can all identify with that. You're in a team meeting and the boss says something and everyone looks at someone other than the boss to make sure that they are buying in on the concept as well. Outside of just observing that behavior, if you're the boss, how do you go about identifying these leaders within your ranks? Mm. You know, I think there's a some different things, I guess. You know, of course, there's a tool that I use often. It's called Key Hubs. But I also think sometimes, too, you kind of have to look at your team and your culture that you're creating because sometimes those key influential employees don't always have the experience or even have the right to speak up because of certain status of different roles. And so I think that's where it just goes back to the basics of building relationships with people and making that deep connection um, and understanding more about the employee and kind of having those different conversations with them. But I love this tool that I have been utilizing and kind of learning more about because sometimes some people perceive us even differently than what we even perceive ourselves. And so that's where it's kind of a tool for leaders sometimes to look outside the box and even have their team recognize who the key influential employee is and kind of build a plan behind that. And that's where I feel like some teams aren't utilizing their champions to the fullest. Um, and I just even know for myself, you know, if I didn't have a great boss that would let me speak up, we probably wouldn't have recognized those things or wouldn't have saw the opportunities for the business. Yeah, these internal champions are really important to the success of a business. And if you're just joining us, we're talking with Don Malarney. Uh, the CEO of the Unique Connector, and we're talking about those leaders inside the company that may or may not have a leadership title. So we identify that the service manager is one of these champions inside the company that everyone is looking to, and you may or may not have recognized them already. Once you know who they are, now what do we do? How do we amplify their voice and embrace their leadership? Yeah, well, I think it like I said earlier, go back to the basics of building relationships, but it goes back to the basics of celebrating with them. Recognizing like, I'm proud of you for speaking up. I'm proud of you for building connections with the rest of our team. You're kind of almost sometimes that megaphone for other employees that don't speak up. Or you're kind of connecting with them and getting more things that maybe the leader doesn't get to have those kind of conversations or get the awareness from because they're at the top of the, you know, the org. And so, you know, you got to recognize those employees and almost kind of give them that time to build that connection with the team, to kind of be that catalyst um, to help those employees, you know, recognize that too, they do have a choice to speak up and maybe someone else will talk it for me, you know, that are nervous to speak up at times. Turnover is always one of the things that we need to be on alert for in a small business. But if one of these champions were to churn from the organization, it could be devastating. What happens when a champion chooses to leave a small business? I mean, we've experienced it. We've seen it. Sometimes we don't always realize until it's gone that they were kind of the glue. They're the ones that help help the best keep moving, but also kept everybody else in their right seats. And so you know, it's unfortunate that sometimes we have to go through these hiccups, but it kind of makes us realize and hopefully learn for future if we find another key influential employee 
how to really hone in on them and to really appreciate what they bring to the team. And that's where I think sometimes you have to push titles aside or other things because there's so many other factors that they're bringing to help you keep growing, bringing in new perspective. Maybe they're helping you leap over challenges way quicker and faster than you even realized if you sat and analyzed the whole situation. Let's end it here. (laughs) If you're the boss and you're saying, wait a minute, everyone only wants to hear from me, but that's really not the case. Mm -mm. If you were consulting the boss, how would you start that conversation and how would you introduce them to the concept of there are people in this organization that they need to be the leaders? How do you get them to share that floor with everyone? Mm. Well, that's where I kind of like to have my facts. So I even have some different research that the key hubs have done. And that's where I feel like not only from my own personal experience, but to have those actual facts to showcase, yeah, you may think it's this person, but it's actually the secretary. She's the one that talks to all of the employees. She's the one that's in the day-to-day. She sees the gap. She sees the things that you don't always get to see because some people are nervous to come to you. They they act differently when you come around because you're the head of the company, you know? And so that's the part where I like to think from the facts and not just from my own experiences, but also to see the actual things. And that's where I love presenting it to the leaders and helping them realize, but also bring my own experience to them to give a different perspective. If you're an employer, you have an org chart, but your leaders may or may not be at the top. And this conversation today hopefully got you thinking. Dawn Malarney, CEO of the Unique Connector. Thanks for opening our eyes and for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate you, Pat. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income. No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name, from crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from $2,500 to $7,500 bucks a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage. Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist. Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. And if you're like no small businesses, nothing ever bad happens to you. Everything is perfect. Every day is sunshine and roses. And this next conversation will not apply to you at all. However, you're normal. And if you're normal, bad things happen. And normally when bad things happen, if you're like me... Those bad things tend to hang around and they can kind of weigh you down and it can kind of ruin a day, maybe even a week of ruminating on those bad things. And as small business owners, we don't got time for that. We got to keep moving. We got to keep growing. So we're bringing in some professional help to tell us about one way we can get 
past the bad stuff that happens inside our business. She's a sponsor of the show, so we're very grateful that she's here. Krista Morrissey, the Chief Growth Officer for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Krista, it's always great to have you on the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I am fantastic, and it's great to have the Pat Miller Show because there's a lot of (laughs) gems in your episodes. Well, I appreciate that. It's a job of mine to go out and help people, and this conversation is going to help people. Yes. So you're going to walk us through a way that we can deal with bad things that happen in the business so they don't hang around. Can can you tell us about this? Because I'm really intrigued. Yes. So the tool I use, Stephen Covey created this a lot of years ago, and he called it the circle of control. People who've grabbed onto it recently and kind of reframed it are calling it the circle of influence because it's more positive. But it's a way to keep your energy, to maintain your energy, maintain your focus, and not get caught in that negative vortex. All right. We need to talk about that because it can stick around. There's a deal that you want that you don't get. It can just linger like a cloud over the business. So let's think of an example. Let's pretend that my rent got raised by the landlord and I don't know if I can (laughs) afford it. Like it's really frustrating me that my rent went up so much. So let's take that example and walk through the circle of control and how we would deal with that. Great. Before I do that quick, Pat, I want people to understand uh, I use this all the time and I jokingly say, but I'm serious. I'm a middle child. When things don't go my way, I pout. Just let me pout for 24 hours. (laughs) It's my way of processing. Then I go through this circle of control. Uh, So, all right, so there's three circles. So if you're listening and you want to draw this, you literally draw three circles, a small one in the center, a medium-sized, and a larger one. And if you're driving, just visualize the circles. (laughs) Don't draw. (laughs) Don't draw. The outer circle is concern, so you can write concern in there. The middle circle is influence, and the center circle is control. Now, the rent has gone up, and it immediately triggers you. And you start processing and pontificating and awfulizing. And you're walking this circle of concern and you're walking and you're awfulizing about everything that's going to happen in your business. And how dare they raise the rent? Well, that circle of concern is a mental, it's an emotional, it's a physical, and it's a spiritual energy drain. And when you get caught in that circle, you can't get out of it. So you need to stop and name the concern. Get very clear. I am so frustrated that my rent is going to increase. When I signed the contract, I was told the rent wouldn't increase for five years and it's been three years and they raised the rent. So now you know what your concern is. Now, literally what I have people do is write their concern on a post-it note, put it in that circle. And now tell me what percentage of that concern can you influence? So let's say, Pat, you can influence 60% of this concern. You literally you're going to rip 60% of that post-it note. You're going to hand me the other 30% because if you can't influence it, you got to get rid of it. And you're going to take that 60% and put it in the circle of influence. So by naming the concern, that helps us walk from the circle of concern into the circle of influence. That's like the doorway to get from one to the next. It is. And before you walk through the doorway, it quiets that chemical cocktail that got triggered in your body to say, "Okay, take a breath. Here's what it is." And you get very clear and honest. Now you step into the circle of influence and here's the first step, the gateway to taking your power back and your energy back. And I look at this and I say, all right, I said I could influence 60% of this. Now you ask yourself questions. What do I influence? With whom do I do the influencing? How do I influence? And when? 
And sometimes we have to influence more than once. And so you go and you influence, which means you share your, you share your mind, you share your, your voice, you speak your mind, you're honest. Sometimes it's words, sometimes it's taking action. And so in this case, what can I influence? Well, I could look at my monthly expenses and say, what, do, what can I cut? I could go out and sell more. Okay. Influence, I could go talk to the landlord and say, hey, I got the letter that rent's going to increase. My contract said it won't increase for five years. It's been three years. I, I've got a new business. Can you help me out here? Can you work with me? Um, and there's, there's always people say, I don't know what to influence. But when we sit back and we actually take a breath and think, there's a lot we can influence, a lot. As we think about this, it seems as though the rent has gone up. We emotionally react. We feel completely out of control. We worry and we ruminate. We put a name on it. We step it into the circle of influence. We start putting actions, concrete actions on the things that we think that we can influence. And then what do we do to get into the center circle, which is the circle of control? Yeah. So you look again at that 60% of the original concern that you said you could influence. Now, what percentage of this can you control? And again, you're going to rip that off. And let's say it's, I can control 25% of this. You got 25% in the circle of control. You have the rest in the circle of influence. And when you stand in these two circles, you control and you influence and you maintain your power. And then you go control, you go control what you can control. And Pat, there's always, always one thing. If there's nothing else, there's always one thing in the circle of control, and that's yourself. You get to stand in that circle of control and decide, do I react, which is emotionally driven, or do I respond? Okay. And frankly, in this case, I can control the number of sales calls I make. That's in my control. Even though I'm going to go influence the landlord, I control whether I decide to go talk with that person or not. And when we walk in the circle of influence and the circle of control, there is very seldom that chemical cocktail of cortisol, adrenaline, dopamine, um, serotonin. Very seldom is that released there. And so we're clear-headed. We're clear-minded. So I want you to think about the last bad thing that happened in your business that sent you on tilt. Using this framework of concern into influence and control so you are in power and you are in control of what you're doing, how differently your life would have been had you applied this model. We've only got just a few moments left, but I want to hit on something that you mentioned. We get to choose how we respond, if we respond at all. It's a beautiful right. mindset and a reset of the way that we choose to behave. We've only got a few moments. Can, can you restate that for us? Because I love that mental framework. Okay. So in the circle of influence and the circle of control, you get to decide how you're going to show up. And I always say the words you use, use you. So if I decide I'm going to be negative and frustrated about this, that's how I'm going to show up. That's my energy, my vibration. But when you decide to stand in the circle of control and say, what is mine to own? What can I influence? What can I do? And here's my decision. It's a much better space to be in. It's amazing. Conversations like this and frameworks like this right. are the things that change the way that people operate and it helps them especially in tough times. I can't thank you enough for your sponsorship of the show and for sharing with us today. Chief Growth Officer for Choices Coaching and Consulting, Krista Morrissey. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Pat, thanks for having the Pat Miller Show. 
I want to take a moment before we move on to our next conversation and make you aware of a new show that I'm doing. You're listening to The Pat Miller Show. Happens right here every weekend, and I appreciate it. But I'm also testing, I think that's a fair word, testing a daily conversation for small business owners. I believe that running a small business is lonely and hard. And I believe that what you're building is a dream, not a job. And that means every single day we have to get our mind right and we got to get the momentum we need so we can go forward and make these dreams come true. I also believe in bringing people together in a community. So a daily show can do all of those things. A daily show can catch up on the news, can surround you with like-minded people, and it can help you get the mindset that you need to move forward and act so your small business dreams come true. So I'm testing a new show that I'm calling Small Business Mornings. Small Business Mornings. It happens every single day, weekdays, 9 a.m. Central. And I go through the news and we have a laugh with our meme of the day. We have a question of the day. We talk about relatable things about the small business lifestyle. And when you tune into the show, you realize, whoa, I'm not the only person that feels that way. Or wow, someone else is facing that issue too. It's perfect to have on in the background when you're walking the dog or doing the dishes or you're just booting up with your first cup of coffee during the day, it's a great way to start your morning. If you want to check it out, visit smallbusinessmornings.com. Smallbusinessmornings.com or look up the Idea Collective YouTube channel and you can find it. Up next, we're going to do a small business celebration with Leanne Lovely. We're going to celebrate making a profit. Heck yeah! That's next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I developed strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invest in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face -face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a custom 
customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. You've listened to the show for a minute, so first of all, thank you. And secondly, you know how important celebrations are in the small business lifestyle. If you're new to the show or you haven't heard a small business celebration, here's what we're doing. We catch people winning, and we bring them on the air and have them tell us what happened and how they made it to happen. And that way we know winning is possible for them and for us. It's good vibes and it's hope in one big package. So that's why we do it. So let's welcome the person that's got celebrating to do. Leanne Lovely is the owner of Love Your Sales, and she joins us now. Leanne, thanks for joining us and welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm doing great, and thank you for having me, Pat. I'm glad you're here because we get to celebrate. Before we do the celebration, what do you do? Tell us about Love Your Sales. Yeah, Love Your Sales, is. Um, it started as a fractional um, sales business and now has grown into offering small to mid-size up to Fortune 500 companies um, the sales tools that they need in order to thrive. So everything from fractional sales to um, your tools, CRMs, uh, to actual people in um, you know, putting people in the right spots. So um, yeah, we're basically all in one sales shop. Well, what do we have to celebrate today? Tell us something good. Yeah. So I started my business in January and we have now become profitable. And um, yes. <laughs> it's something that I never um, could have imagined um, happening, but um, it's it's absolutely amazing. And I'm I'm thrilled to be able to say that I can pay my bills. Incredible. Profitable in less than a year as a service provider. That's a big deal. So before we get into how you did it, because I want to know how you did it, uh, what does it feel like? How does it make you feel to know that, hey, I can start a business and I can make money on it that quickly? Um, Well, I mean, there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears that went into that. And anybody who's part of the Idea Collective who has seen me go through this transition knows that it wasn't all you know, sunshine and rainbows and roses. But I mean, it feels absolutely, it feels absolutely amazing to know at the end of the day or at the end of the week that I have, that I have money coming in and that I don't, um, that I don't have to go get that part-time job that I was ready to go and get. Um, and there's still that nagging at the back of my head. Well, you got to make your clients happy. You got to make sure that you're doing the grind. You got to make sure you're doing the thing in order to make that continue to happen and always have an idea of what the next step is while still focusing on what you have to accomplish today. It just, it feels absolutely freeing and amazing, but it's also scary as hell because what happens if all of a sudden a client leaves me? So it's it's an amazing feeling. At the same time, it's scary. You've heard me rant on the show how important it is to have this conversation for small business owners. What Leanne just described is something people that work at corporate cannot comprehend. When you go work for someone else, you do work, you get paid, you go home, you eat donuts. When you build your own business, you're going to work hard and you might go eight months, nine months without making a dollar. And the 
guts that it takes and the will that you need to get up every day when you know damn well that day you're not going to make a profit, but you know a profit is coming. That's why the Idea Collective is here. That's why we do the radio show. So reflecting back on this journey that you've taken, launching your business, what was the biggest challenge you had to overcome to become profitable? Getting out of my own way. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hands down, um, the one thing that I, as much as, you know, I surrounded myself with amazing people. I became a member of the Idea Collective before I was even a business owner, right? I was surrounding myself with these great people, but staying in my own way was so hard. Um, Letting go of the things that I um, I thought were the right things to do. So my advice, if I may, for a second, is know your people. Um, and I have now aligned myself with people that I know I can go to for advice when I need it, um, the shoulder I can cry on. And I know that that person's not going to try to give me advice. They're just the shoulder. Um, the people who are going to say, okay, stop crying, get off, you know, <laughs> knock get it off. And just start doing the thing. Um, You know, the people who can give me direction when it comes to the accounting stuff that I hate. Um, So aligning all of that because it's the loneliest place in the world. Ownership, um, running my own business. I had no idea that I would spend hours upon hours like completely in my own head trying to figure out how do I do this? Who do I go to? What do I do? I don't even know what question to ask. Um, And finally figuring out that I needed to align myself with the right people that I could not only get from and give and give first so that I ultimately wasn't so alone in the battle. Um, And then allowing myself to cry when I need to, because (laughs) my God, there are times where I'm like, I, I just need a minute. And, um, and that's going on this roller coaster. I, um, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, had I known what I know now or whatever, I would never have done it. I'm still in the in the thick of it. I'm still enjoying it. Um, it's it's every day is a grind and I I'm enjoying it, but mainly because of the people I'm surrounding myself with. They're just amazing and beautiful people who are brilliant in their own way. If you're listening to Leanne and you can hear yourself in her voice, that's what it feels like, right? It can feel really lonely and really heavy and it can feel like, how can I go on? But when you find your people, it all gets a lot easier and you can move a lot faster and you too can win. It's so exciting to welcome you on the show to hear your small business celebration and find there's another small business owner out there in profit land. It's so great to be in profit land, isn't it, Leanne? It's just fantastic. Congratulations to you on your small business success. And Leanne, thanks for calling into the Pat Miller Show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Pat. There's nothing better than a small business celebration. There just isn't. If you aren't stopping to celebrate your wins, you're just going to worry about all the bad stuff in the business. Because no matter what, every day, all the time, because we're capitalists, thank goodness, We want to get better. We want to grow. We want to make more. We want to fix stuff. We want to change the world. And that fire is what keeps us going. But that fire can burn you if you only worry about the problems and you don't stop to celebrate the wins. It sounds like it's a, you know, kind of a throwaway segment. Not a throwaway segment. Incredibly important So thank you, Leanne, for sharing. And if you have something that you would like to celebrate on air, 
I invite you to join us. I'd love to hear your win. You can apply to be on the show. Just visit patmillershow.com. patmillershow.com, and you can come on and celebrate your wins with everyone that tunes in each weekend. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I'm on the radio. I'm on the planet to help small business owners' dreams come true because we are building dreams, not jobs. If you want to learn more about the mission, maybe even join the Idea Collective community for small business owners, visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of The Pat Miller Show. We will be back here, same place, next week. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.